0: Welcome to a new episode of Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay.
1: I'm MJ. This is so weird. Because you're actually hearing yourself when yeah, you speak. Yeah, I because
0: have, I, have, I have the cans on my ears, and it's just... Is this what I sound
1: like? Probably. Gross. Um,
0: <laughs> so, hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving.
1: I did. Did you do anything with your family?
0: No. Um, my mother... Um, and my sister actually take off to Texas. Usually, my mom does has gone every year for the past few years mm-hmm. um, to hang with, um, you know, her family, brothers and sisters, and everything because everybody on mom's side is in Texas, so it just makes sense. Okay. And I thought about going, and then obviously got a new job. Well, yes. And lost all of my racked up vacation days, so. <laughs> I probably could have gone, but
1: I don't think they would have told you no. They you already have. had Thursday, Friday off anyways. Yeah,
0: they wouldn't have said anything. But I was kind of like, eh, hey, you know what? Let me just
1: wait. So your, so your mom, your sister, does your sister's wife and child go, or just your mom and sister?
0: My my nephew went. Okay. Um, my sister-in-law was in Dubai actually.
1: Really? Um, yeah. For anything specific? No. Just because? Just to go on
0: for the gram, I guess.
1: I would love to live that life. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, no, I just, I just kind of sat here and was very low-key and just kind of <laughs> took it easy. I made enchiladas for Thanksgiving dinner.
1: Were they at least turkey enchiladas? No,
0: they were enchiladas. Fuck like turkey and enchiladas. That's <laughs> how that shit works. Are you care. trying to
1: make things Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving?
0: No, no,
1: no. Uh,
0: but no, how was yours?
1: Good. Um, we went to my mom's in E-Town but it was also kind of my grandmother's birthday celebration because her birthday is right around Thanksgiving every year. Mm -hmm. Um, So there ended up being like 16, 17 people at the house. No thanks. Well, that was our first thought because normally, and I'm not trying to like pick on people here, but like you hear the same stories every year just because we end up Mm -hmm. going down there like once a year and they repeat the same stories every single time Mm -hmm. because they're at that age where they don't really go do anything new. So... We were going down and we were like, I wonder with that many people, is there going to be a kids table? And can we request to be at the kids table? (laughs) So as we're getting ready to get food, my mom comes up and goes, so all the small tables in the front here, those are going to be the kids tables. That's going to be for all the younger people. And I mean, me and my wife are just like, fuck yes.
0: Love it. I love that. Yes. I'm like, I'm all about the kids table, to be fair. I'm like, look, I'm at that age where I don't need to be at the adult table. Oh, for real. When you were a kid, all you wanted was to be at the adult table. And now that you're kind of an adult, you're like, I don't want to deal with all that.
1: Well, we don't, like, my mom doesn't serve any alcohol, so there's no wine. We don't, they're very traditional, southern, like, there's casseroles, and then there's, like, your mashed potatoes, your dressings, your green beans. And our grandparents can't have a lot of salt, so a lot of it's kind of bland, and you have to season it after the fact. So I'm like, let's just go to where they don't see me dumping this entire salt container on my mashed potatoes. No, thanks.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, you guys, Just we have a light dock at this morning. We're actually going to talk about um, Harry Potter, mostly whoop, because whoop. this month, uh, either I don't know if it was November or if it was December, because this is now December, mm-hmm. um, is actually the 20-year anniversary of the first movie coming out in the, in the theaters.
1: Um, I believe that is December, but let me just double check on yeah. that, because there, there's two things that are kind of... Celebrating the twentieth anniversary for, mm.
0: so um, they uh, we're going to talk about the new little show they kind of came up with, which is uh, Harry Potter and the Tournament of Houses. Harry Potter uh, and the Tournament of Houses. Um,
1: Ooh, ah! Uh, I don't remember which one's the clap and applaud button. Or I don't remember hit it. which one it is either. Should we? That, I'm, I'm like, let's guess. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go color. green. <laughs> I think it's the yellow one next uh, to it. Okay. Then. So hold on. Let me, let me just. There we go.
0: You know, it's actually appropriate because I'm like, I think it's this one. And it's like, nope, sorry, wrong answer. Um, so uh, we're going to talk about that. And we might kind of talk about the. um. <laughs> my dog is like sneezing in the background.
1: I don't know if he's sneezing or he's hacking up a bone. Jeez, kid.
0: Um, And we might talk about the special that's going to come out on HBO Max at the beginning of the year as well. Yes. And then our review today is going to be for uh, Hulu's Only Murders in the Building. So, yeah.
1: Yay! Something that's not Netflix. Yeah, right.
0: Uh, First off, let's talk about the... uh, Tournament of Houses. I think they've only had one episode thus far. I think there'll be two by the time this drops, but...
1: I think they released it on Monday of this week. Okay, great. So there might be one, like, right after this weekend.
0: Mm, okay. Uh, so I know... So basically, what is, like, the thing about this show? Like, it's just like a, It's basically a game show, right?
1: It's a game show testing your Harry Potter knowledge. Um, the contestants are split into houses. So the mm-hmm. first episode was Gryffindor versus Hufflepuff. mm mm-hmm. um, I guess the winner of the round will go to the final.
0: Yeah. And then they mentioned like a wild card. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what?
1: So I guess Something if you, is. if you don't succeed and get into the final, there's maybe like a competition between the two people that didn't win to get into the final and be like the top three t- houses. So you have like a redemption round.
0: Yeah. I'm confused about that. We obviously did not research everything about it, but um, can we talk about hosted by Dame Helen Mirren? That was out of nowhere.
1: Well, and kind of co-hosted by the actor who played Jordan Lee in the original movies. Right. He
0: was the screaming black kid who yelled out all the scores for Gryffindor.
1: 50 points to Gryffindor.
0: I'm like, dude, can you have to scream? You've got a microphone. Like, is it? Oh, he loved it. Necessary. Um, I love how um, most of these Harry Potter um, actors... A lot of them had like glow ups.
1: Okay, so I or, just, or
0: to be fair, they because I mean he he looked like he was probably nine or ten, maybe eleven or twelve in yes. that movie, and I was like, he looks. I mean, not that he was an ugly kid or anything, but he he's like a really good looking guy. Like oh yeah, very good looking.
1: Well, and can we just talk about so like they had him as a co host and he had a glow up. They had some of the actors ask questions. They had the person who played Neville come on. Matthew
0: Lewis, which we already knew about that.
1: I, I looked back at Emily while we were watching this, and I go, "Oh, with a very large package for Christmas," and she goes, "What? I don't understand."
0: We, uh, yeah, Matthew Lewis forgot about. I didn't forget when I said him. I was like, yeah, "Yes, great." <laughs> um, you know, and then I think, I think some others. But it was
1: the ghost who of Hufflepuff, so the person who played the Fat Friar. Yeah, so
0: they, so they have some people who they, they have like they, they try to have. I thought, I, the only thing I was thrown off by, to be to be fair, is, um, and we're not even talking about the plot of the, the game show, we're just talking about people who, who showed up. Well, yeah. But, like, Matthew Lewis, obviously, he played Neville, showed up to ask a question. Um, you said the ghost of Hufflepuff mm-hmm. did as well. And then, randomly, Pete Davidson asked a question, because he's just a really big Harry Potter fan. That I was not happy about.
1: His claim to fame of why he's a big Harry Potter fan, is like, I love the books, and I have a Harry Potter tattoo.
0: Yeah, I was like, no, you guys need <laughs> to keep okay. this to... Two cast members only. Like I, I don't care. I mean, obviously, I don't care how obscure the cast member is. Like when you said ghost, I thought he was going to say Moaning Myrtle. Can we get Moaning Myrtle up here?
1: I was thinking the same thing. Can we get that bitch? Like,
0: I, but you put in Pete Davis. That was that made me kind of annoyed because I was like,
1: well, you know, I mean, I guess
0: I understand why, but it just made me annoyed.
1: And I think they're trying to keep it to. People who represented the houses. So they had Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. So obviously Gryffindor, you could have pulled Hermione, Ron, the Weasley twins, uh Harry. you could pulled any you of them. You could have put
0: Jenny. You could have pulled uh yeah. you could have put a Seamus. You could have pulled um the kid whose name I don't know who ended up being in um how to get away with murder. I used to call him Bewildered because he always looked bewildered in that <laughs> oh show. My God. Do you know the one?
1: The black kid? Yeah, um it was the one that dated Ginny. I think his name started with a D. Um um, I can't think of his character I, and I always it know it right off the top of my I head I see usually. his face
0: specifically but yeah like there are so many people you can get you you could have come to me and been like he was in the movie and then they show a clip and he's like in the background not even like perfect
1: one of the people in the stands one of the people walking down perfect. Diagon Alley what
0: was his name oh he was oh he was Gryffindor number 8 I love it <laughs> nice job, Door number eight. Like that's. Don't bring me Pete Davidson. Not that I hate Pete Davidson, but don't bring him in. This it
1: was is, the most random person or or celebrity cameo on the show, right? Like, I mean,
0: can can it be argued that Helen Mirren shouldn't be the host? I guess you could argue that, but she's also British, so who gives a shit?
1: I also believe they're not going to pull a Professor McGonagall or a Dumbledore or right. I don't think they're going to get one of those to host this. Oh, Professor Sprout. See her? She, I think she. I think she passed. <gasps> no, I think she did. I,
0: I don't quote me. I think she did. I'm pretty sure she did. Um, but let's talk about the the, the framework right. of the show. Right. So what they do is they have like it is really cool because they have like the stands of like all. And I'm assuming I'm assuming that they're, they're all people who are different doors and they're all people who are Hufflepuffs. Like I'm assuming you are not pulling people out, going you're gonna be a Gryffindor today, you're a Hufflepuff today. Maybe I hope it's not
1: that. Hopefully, it's all like people like who you are. have to prove what school you are by going and taking the test. Yeah, like and being like, selected. Look,
0: we ain't playing games for me. I mean, we're playing game. But for me, are you a Gryffindor? No, I'm a Hufflepuff. Then it's then you on the other side. You over there. I don't care if you look better in red and yellow. You over here at the Hufflepuffs. What are you? I'm a Ravenclaw. They say your episode. Wait, next. So week. many
1: people have already been sorted. I feel like that's not going to be a hard thing to do.
0: Right. So hopefully it's that. But they and then what they do is they, which was really really cute, is they basically like replay the whole fireplace scene from the yes. first Harry, Harry Potter movie with the letters and stuff, and that's how they choose who out of the audience comes down to Like they,
1: they literally shoot them out of the fireplace and the host catches Helen
0: Mirren running around. I'm like look at y'all trying to make a fool out of her Helen Mirren. And she but she was, was
1: smiling. She was loving it. I know. I
0: love that. um So yeah. So they have like the three gets three and then they just they answer like you know trivia questions. Now let's talk about these trivia questions though. Because at first I was like y'all know they want no fucking trivia question
1: We'll see. Okay. First off They're some like, are, some are multiple the- choice. Some are not.
0: Yeah, and I think I think some of the multiple choices were almost a little no, they weren't. But like, the, from the first questions, like they're like, "Who was the beloved elf in Harry Potter?" I'm like, "Dobby, that ain't hard. That ain't fucking hard." They're like thirty points. I'm like, 30 points for that? Bitch, I do that.
1: I don't. I mean, but some they, random person could but, have done but that shit." let's get real They did say the questions will be getting harder.
0: They didn't say that to like probably like round two or three. I, I don't think they got hard till round three. When and I think she was oh, like. Yeah. And then, like, they were like, uh, "Hey, we're gonna show you a scene from a movie." And I'm like, "All right, sure. I don't watch the movie 1500 times. Show the scene, Helen." And they get out there, and she's like, "What color was the book on the fourth shelf, fifth slot?" You're like, "What?
1: There was a bookcase in the scene." So, okay, let me me talk about the sound one, where they're like, "Let's play the sound and guess what scene this is, and then tell us where this took place at."
0: That to me was some real shit.
1: I was like, "Oh, I got it."
0: I thought it was something to do with the... I thought it was the um, hippogriff.
1: So... It was like screeching. It was screeching. Obviously some flying winds,
0: wind, and maybe like flapping and stuff. And I was like, is it the hippogriff? Is it when... I was thinking Prisoner of Azkaban when they were... Maybe the hippogriff came to save them or something like that is what I was thinking.
1: Until you heard like the second character like the like the screech of the snake like
0: yeah yeah and i couldn't i still couldn't place it but the fact they weren't able to do that was really cool so they, they definitely got like very i don't want to say very difficult but they definitely got challenging
1: well so the first one i missed and i mean this is one of the questions i'm not trying to ruin all of it but like one of them was out of the five names of dumbledore what is his third yeah and they gave you all five names they're like just pick one which one's the third yeah
0: that one was that one was pretty different, but I, I I think I knew that one, uh, but yeah, it was I mean, but it was it was pretty, it was pretty cute. Like it was it was actually like a really cute way of doing it. Like I thought it was I thought it was pretty smartly smartly, I thought it was pretty intelligently done. Yeah, and it's like it's meant to make you kind of. I mean, is it slightly cheesy in some parts?
1: So. My yeah, my is. question is going to be: so is the next episode Slytherin v Ravenclaw?
0: Probably Slytherin.
1: And I I want to know: are they going to start like highlighting the traits of the of the houses? Like, are the Slytherins going to come out and like have like an answer? Like, are they going to like play that up or is it?
0: Hopefully they don't. Hopefully they, they just let it play because I mean that's the thing is like that's the thing is because with the way the movie made it, the way the the, the movie and the books did it is they, they made it sound like Slytherins were horrible people. And it's Most not, of the ones I know are, and it's not the case. I'm a Slytherin, and I, I don't think it's... The, I think it. I mean, I've heard. Obviously, um, Rod has that line in the movie where he's like, "There wasn't a there wasn't a wizard that went bad that wasn't in Slytherin." And it's like, okay, well, you know what, bitch, calm your shit ass down, okay? Just
1: because we're ambitious Why don't mean a thing. Why are you jealous?
0: No, I, but but yeah, hopefully they don't. Hopefully they just let you know Slytherin shine because if you if you're a child and you watch that and you find out you're a Slytherin. You're kind of like, oh,
1: which they represented really well in um, the last book, the cursed child, when I went to Broadway play. Mm. Like, ha- do you ever read it?
0: No, I, I need to.
1: So, like, one of Harry's sons is going in to be sorted, and oh, you told me that. Yeah, and he's like, "What if I get into Slytherin?" And like, Harry finally breaks the mentality of Slytherin. He's like, mm. "Well, then Slytherin gained a great wizard. That's all you have to worry about. Like, yeah. It's not a big deal." Yeah.
0: So that's great. Um. And then, as we said before, so the show's actually really cute. So I'm, I'm assuming it's only going to be like five or six episodes, which kind of breaks my heart a little bit, because I actually loved, it. I actually do really like it. But it kind
1: of leads up to what's coming out next. Like, it'll be right. like four episodes this month, and then the...
0: Right. So they are... Uh, HBO Max is releasing a, on January 1st, 2022, um, 20th anniversary kind of like special for... Yes. Uh, I think it's the first Harry movie. Potter. Yeah. Because and, the
1: first movie came out in 20... Or 2001. Yeah. So, they're, I mean, they're going to have everybody there. They're going to have a Helena Bonham
0: Carter because, you know, that bitch can't miss shit. <laughs> um, and not that, I'm, not that I'm upset with that either. I'm, I, I love that. I love They're going to have... I'm going to say they're going to have all the big names. Like, I don't know if... Um, I know they're going to have the three, obviously. They're going to have all the Weasleys. I believe they're, they're going to have, you know, Draco. They're going to have... Um, Level Longbottom. They're going to have everybody. Probably Luna really Lovegood.
1: Cool. She's kind of a yeah. big one. So,
0: I think they're going to do, like... There's not a lot of details on it, but I think it's going to be a lot of just like um, kind of new interviews, behind the scenes stuff from the movie, stuff like that.
1: Well, H- okay, HBO, this last, during the pandemic, has definitely become the retrospective kind of look, like the mm-hmm. Will Smith Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's going to be very similar to the Fresh Prince. Like, look back at the, you know, this episode will tell you about this little funny scene and kind of behind the scenes things. All
0: I know is this thing better be six hours long.
1: And and I, I would know, not be I, mad if and it I was. Know, and I,
0: yeah, I'm like I know some people are like six hours. Are you going to sit? for... Yes, I will sit for six hours.
1: I can sit for six hours, or I can break that up over a day. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Hey,
0: you know what? This is a great time for a break. Exactly. I'll come back later and finish it up.
1: Look, I can cook in my kitchen next Oops. to my TV. I can still see it. I can't wait
0: for it. I'm excited. It it really makes because I there there are those times when I'm like, Jeremy, this is Harry Potter. Like, come on. And then I see some shit, and I'm like, yes, it's Harry Potter, y'all. Come on. Like, why wouldn't I be into this? Who wouldn't be into this shit?
1: Look, 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 look. Okay. This last year, in this in this season of our episodes, you have gone to Universal. Yeah, that definitely helps. And you have gotten wands and yeah. memorabilia. Yeah. Your Halloween costume was the cool Slytherin.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do I talk about what the, what I was wearing? You did. Okay, great.
1: But you forgot your jacket.
0: No, I forgot the robe. Oh, that's what it was, yes. On accident. And it wouldn't have worked under the moto jacket anyway. The sleeves are kind of weird, but I was mm. a little upset
1: that I didn't put it on. And so, yes, I don't think you have to apologize for liking this. And oh, I'm not
0: apologizing anymore. I just think for, oh, well, my, for yeah. myself, in my brain, I'm like, Jimmy, really? And then I'm like, yes, really.
1: Well, and here's the thing. I mean,
0: this tracks. I mean, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but I would not love Harry Potter. I mean, I know they're not the same, but they're the same.
1: The question is, how many versions of the books do you own?
0: See, that is where... That is where I need to need to go back because I need to re- I need to read the books. Yeah, because I've I read I know I read um, if i remember Correctly, I read Goblet of Fire. Mm-hmm. I read Aura of the Phoenix, and I believe I read. Half Blood Prince, if I remember, I've only okay. read half the books, and I think oh. that's because I think that's because the movies are already really caught up. Maybe they didn't. They didn't.
1: So the movies, the first two are, I mean, spot on. Like they're very close to the books.
0: I'm gonna say that life got in the way, which is why I never
1: finished. So I really do need to go back and reread them. So, and I remember like when I first got into Harry Potter. I Missed the first book. I remember I, did too. S- I remember seeing the second book at my library's book fair mm. at like elementary school mm-hmm. and then going, Oh, this is book two. I went and found book one, read it, and then read because I, mm-hmm. I bought it. I was like, Oh, this looks like fun, and then realized it was the second one.
0: I don't think I even knew about it until the first movie came out. Oh. And then I read the first, and then I, I, or you know, I think actually, no. I don't think I even knew about it until the second movie came out. Okay. And then I was like, oh. And then I watched the first one. I believe I went to the theater, saw the second one. And then that's why I... And then I think I picked up Prisoner of Azkaban. I think that's the mm-hmm. one I read. And then I read Goblet the of Fire. Fire. I know for sure I read Order of Phoenix. And I think life just got in the way and I just forgot about the books. It just stayed on with the movies at that point. Okay. so, um, But I do need to go back and, and watch them. That is something I, I, I do need... To do to call myself a
1: Superman? See, I, I don't reread them. I read, listen to them because I do audiobooks, but mm-hmm. I'm not in the car. So I listen to them about every two years. Mm. Um, but I am going back and buying the illustrated versions. So as they go through, they are remaking them where like descriptions of things in the book are being illustrated as like pictures on the page. So that's
0: going to be a real thick order of Phoenix.
1: Uh, that's the one they're on because they, they've they done one through four. So they're on order of Phoenix. And he's taking where normally it was like one every year. He's like, I'm going to take like two, maybe three for this one. Because that's a thick ass book. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll buy those. They're they're all out. I think they're a little bit more expensive. I mean, I have all three. If you want to look at them next time you come over, I, I have all four to. at my house. I don't need to.
0: I'll get them. I don't need to look at it. It's Harry Potter. It's it's proven. I'm getting it. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, you guys, stay tuned for this week's review.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back. We are reviewing this week Hulu. Let me say it again. Hulu. (laughs) Original. Only murders in the building.
0: Yay. Only murders
1: in... The building, so... I want to give the synopsis. I want to give the synopsis. Oh, good. Okay. I thought about it last night, and I was proud of myself, what I came up with. It is a show based in a upper-class apartment building in New York City, where a murder happens, which entices three tenants to start a podcast to discover who killed Tim Kondo. 98%. Yay.
0: Because it's Tim Kono. Oh. That's all. She was almost a 100. Damn. She almost had that. So but you close. It's fun. I like no, it. No, I think that was good. I, I used
1: the word tenants. I think that was
0: very good. I think that was very, very good. Um. So, obviously, Hulu originale. Um. Casting crew. Let's go. Or casted cast characters. Let's do it. Um. First off, there's some. our main characters are three extremely recognizable names in my opinion, if I do say so.
1: I, I would agree.
0: Uh first off being the incomparable Steve Martin playing. Which, I think Charles he also wrote
1: and directed or produced.
0: I think he I think they all got producer credits, but I think you're right. I think he was I think hmm. he was very heavily involved in this process. Okay. Um but for those of you who you know some of you younger ones you might know who Steve Martin is. Steve Martin is like has been around since the eighties.
1: Father of the Bride. Tons of shit. Yes. Father of the Bride too.
0: Father of the Bride. Uh, the movie The Jerk. He was a writer on that. That was a oh, nineteen seventy nine movie. That's I've my mom's favorite that. movie. Um yes, Father of the Bride is one of the bigger ones. Did a lot did a lot of stuff on Saturday Night Live.
1: What was the one where he acted or he was like a like a con man and partnered up with the other con man in Europe? Uh
0: I'm not sure. Okay, he did she About the Dozen* as well, um. But he's just been around, and I absolutely love Steve Martin in everything. Sergeant Bilko, oh my God. Um, I
1: forgot half of these.
0: House sitter with uh with what's her name. Goldie Hawn, like a lot of these 90s Bringing movies. down the house. Yes. With Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah. I know. Parenthood. Like, he's so fucking good. Planes, trains, automobiles with John Candy. Like, just mm-hmm. too much shit. So he's just amazing, first of all. um, The Three Amigos. God, I love that. That's from, like, the 80s. I love that shit. Um, but, yeah, so he plays Charles Hayden Savage, right? Would
1: you have to say all three every single time you say yes, his name? Yes, you
0: have to. Explain who Charles Hayden Savage is.
1: He is a retired 70s, like well-known from the sitcom in the 70s, 80s. I think so. Yeah. Um, But it was a police drama. So it was very like before SVU was SVU or before CSI. He was, uh, oh my God, I can't think of his his actual character on. Brazos. Brazos. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. It reminds me of a pizza place every time I hear it.
0: Brazos Pizza.
1: Um, but yes, he played that character. Um, so he he kind of likes murder mysteries because of that. So he likes solving the mystery. He likes figuring the clues out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess he's also just been, I mean, I think he's still, I think he's trying to become more relevant, trying to get more work. But, yes. you know, obviously he's old and blah,
1: blah, 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 blah. What they played up is whenever people recognize him, it's not like a, hey, I remember you. It's a, hey, my dad really liked you or my grandparents. Exactly.
0: Um uh, next uh we have another Incomparable. Yeah. Martin Short playing Oliver Putnam.
1: Who uh, before, while you're looking up his credits is a retired Broadway musicale producer. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Um he was in the Three Amigos as well. Like go nope. on. Like played uh, um Jack
1: Frost in the Santa Claus Three, which is yes. probably the most recent thing I know him from.
0: Yes. Uh spit A lot of time on Saturday Night Live as well with Steve Martin. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what his bigger things were, but like, I just know when you hear Martin Short, I'm like, oh, Martin Short. Like, I know who
1: Martin Short is. I I can picture him the moment you say his name. Right. But he's been in so much just like Steve Martin. It's hard to kind of differentiate his roles over the years. It definitely
0: is. I I think the most recognizable at the moment is Jack Frost, but. I'm trying to go through and find some of his older stuff. Like, I that think that's the most recent I,
1: I know of his. Right.
0: Um, but tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. He was in Father of the Bride as
1: well, apparently. Yeah, he was the uh, the wedding planner.
0: Uh, Captain Ron. <laughs> he was in Captain Ron. Okay. His credits look almost... It's, uh, to me, like his credits... Like identical? It, yeah, it almost looks like they were all in the same movies at exactly the same time. But
1: well, it's like Adam Sandler, how he gives all his friends the same kind of casting. I feel like the two of them were very much the same.
0: In, the, in those days, yeah. I yeah. agree.
1: I agree.
0: Um, but, he's, but like we said, Oliver is basically, um, like we said, like a...
1: A struggling, retired right. Broadway producer.
0: Completely full of himself. Very narcissistic in a way. Oh, yeah. Um, and next we have Selena Gomez. Y'all know what this bitch did.
1: So here's the funny part. She... This was a question on Jeopardy the other night about this show, and nobody knew her name. It was really? one that they, no one, knew. like on the Building, uh, grew up as a teenage witch and on Disney Channel. No Wizards one is the way really Place? There you no go. No one
0: wow. knew her. Is that the name or know The show she came from her from name because I, I know all that. I loved Wizards of Waverly really Place. Mm-hmm. Um, John Henry, or what was his name? David Henry was so cute on that show So <laughs> cute I found it to be a really funny show though Because I really like that Soul Raven as well We're getting off topic And I really like that Soul Raven as well But when I say like what I laughed out loud the most It was on Wizards of Waverly Place
1: Oh, one of the best Disney shows I've ever seen I
0: still say that's bunk a lot it's because Max said it on that one episode <laughs> uh, In the show where he had to watch this movie And it was about he went to go to the, went to the movies, and the character in the movie he was watching would say, "That's bunk, that's bunk." And that's what he says. So I say that's bunk all the time. Um, she plays Mabel Mora.
1: She is a artist who is not, I guess, subletting, living in her aunt's apartment at this apartment complex. Right. I believe her
0: aunt passed. If I'm no, correct. she's still alive. Oh. She's
1: she's doing um, like she's painting the walls. She's redoing the look and the vibe of mm. this apartment. while Hit her aunt's out on vacation for the. The holidays or something cool
0: okay great um yeah so obviously she's like the younger one of the of, of the thing so mm-hmm. um we can round out and talk about some other characters as well we have um Aaron Dominguez who plays Oscar he looked familiar to me but I think that I'm crazy
1: I don't remember him really from anything I think uh, I just thought he
0: looked familiar because he was cute in my opinion
1: I mean literally going through his credits real quick on IMDb Yes, Shaft no. might be the only thing I really recognize. Right. Uh,
0: but he plays Oscar, who is a childhood friend of Mabel's. Mm-hmm. Um, we next, we have uh, Amy Ryan, who plays another uh, tenant in the building named Jan. We all remember her from The Office. Yes, that was her biggest thing was from The Office. Um, I think if we go to a couple other main characters, the next biggest name or next biggest one that I would think of would be Nathan Lane. And Rihanna, who Nathan Lane is. yeah, and he plays Teddy Demas, and he's kind of a he lives in the building as well. He lives in the building as well, and he's kind of an associate of um, of Oliver Putnam's, mm-hmm. you know, because he's a play he's a play producer as well.
1: Yes, he was kind of the backer. He would put the money up to produce these shows, right?
0: Um, and I think if, if I'm correct, I think those are the. Really the characters we really care most about, am I right?
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna name one because she stood out to me and I always remember her just because the name's funny, but Bunny, the um like HOA person for the apartment complex mm-hmm. who everybody hates. Yeah. Oh my god, that's one of the best characters. Like she's in very few episodes. Right. But like the fact that she sits there and like can just look at Martin Short and go, Fuck off and just deliver it seriously and right. it's great.
0: Um so those are basically like our biggest characters as far as it goes. So, when we talk about plot, um, the synopsis kind of really explains it in a way, but um, the plot of this show is really, and it's not about the podcast. It really is just about, hey, someone in this building was killed, murdered, suicide, someone died in this building, and we need to figure out why. And the only reason, like well, I said, it the, the reason they just had to figure out why really is out of curiosity, but also because just like anybody else who listens to True Crime Podcast right now, everybody thinks they could be the next like solve murder solver person.
1: Well, and so let's let's let me take a step back here. Murder
0: so, solver <laughs> person.
1: So yeah, so they're all so the way these three main characters meet, um, they all enjoy the same murder mystery podcast. podcast yeah, and the night that Tim dies. They all get, you know, taken out of the um, apartment complex while the uh, police come through, do their job, and they meet at the restaurant across the street and talk over the last or most recent episode of the podcast mm-hmm. they like. Um, the police originally tell everybody it was a suicide and that they it was not a murder, nothing to worry about. He just killed himself. I forget what sets it off, though, to have them go investigate. That's yeah. the part I don't remember. Yeah. But then that's where the three of them taking it upon themselves to, was it really a suicide? Do we need, uh, let's do some more digging. Let's figure out who was Tim. Was there someone who hated him? Was there motive? Like So they take it upon themselves to go reopen. Oh, because I remember they found the trash bag he threw away and the notes inside of it didn't read like a suicide note. No,
0: I don't. I think it's what it was. No, it was just that they were, they were in the elevator with him like right before. Okay. And then when they find out that it was him, they were kind of like, "Oh, well, maybe he didn't. He seemed fine. But maybe we should go check it out." Yeah, I think if that's correct, doesn't
1: matter. So, plot set up, hilarity ensues. That's the general flow of the, of the actual show,
0: right? Um, I think it's time for spoilers. Um, the weather is kind of nice today. It is very unwinter-like. So you know what? Leave that light jacket at home. Yeah, maybe get a windbreaker. Jacket. Yeah, get a get a get a nice little thin hoodie. Yeah t shirt and a pair of jeans you guys, and put on our shoes, and we're gonna take a stroll out in the sunny weather and spoil some shit. let's do it um let's discuss um first off one of the one of the bigger random things in this is. The appearance of Tina Fey, she's in every fucking thing.
1: I love that though because again, another SNL person. She kind of has ties to Thirty Rock, which Steve Martin had. It's mm-hmm. it's they're pulling that group of friends. I know.
0: I I did I did I did, I thought it was it was it was uh kind of weird, but her random cameo to me paled in comparison to the cameo from Jane Lynch.
1: Well, because you weren't expecting
0: co- Jane. I wasn't expecting Tina Fey either. What I think is, I honestly, I think Tina's Tina Fey is somebody I'm I'm used to popping up in the weirdest of moments and making a splash.
1: Ever since Kimmy Schmidt, yes,
0: I'm I'm just used to that. I'm used to start just making a splash and whatever. And then when she came in, I was kind of like, "Oh look, Tina Fey's in this!" And did I laugh? Nah, nah, not really. Now when Jane Lynch popped up out of nowhere. She had me from sentence one. Like yes. she didn't even say anything. And I was like, You had me. I completely forgot TDF was even in this shit. Because I'm like, out of these cameos, Jane Lynch, like Jane Lynch, I hate the saying. I really am over the saying, but Jane Lynch understood the assignment. She when did. they came in and they said, You're gonna do a quick cameo, you have like six lines, make it happen. And she's like, I right. They went to Tina Fey and said, hey, you got six lines. And Tina Fey was like, cool. And I think Tina Fey did her own little kind of try to spin on it. She but, did. And when, but when I usually find Tina Fey to be laugh out loud funny, I didn't find her to be even – like I found her to be slightly amusing. I Jane Lynch was amazing.
1: Well, so – and to fill in the, for the listeners, people who may not have watched it yet, Tina Fey is the host of the podcast. The one – not the merch in the building that they are creating – but the podcast that the three main characters enjoyed, right? When they were hosting a murder a mysteries, very
0: successful murder mystery. I believe the the manga. name
1: was like net, "Not Everything's Okay in, in Oklahoma." Oklahoma yeah, 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 which is clever. Oh, I like it. Very clever. Um, but yeah, but so so some
0: of the other stuff that, that I thought was was really good was like the, when they they kind of really weave in, um, the story as well. Like we find now, obviously, big spoiler, we find out um, Mabel is connected to Tim.
1: Yes. They were um, childhood friends, so like every summer, Mabel would come and spend time with her aunt, where she got to know Tim and two other people Mm -hmm. in the um, apartment complex. One was the handyman's son, and I forget the other girl. The other girl, I
0: think, was supposed to be. I think she was kind of rich, which was weird. Okay, Um, that she hung out with them because she had money. Uh, But yeah, so she um, had a connection with him, but they were kind of estranged. I guess when he
1: we can kind of talk about the connection, like why they got became estranged. Uh yeah, like like
0: what they they were they were a tight group of friends and one of them dies or yeah. one of, one of them died mysteriously. mysteriously. Um, I want to say it had to been ten years ago. My brain says ten years because I, yeah, I think that when they were hanging out, I want to say they were teenagers, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, and then I want to say when they met, she even said that she was twenty eight.
1: Right. I believe, yes, so I believe it's exactly 10 years. So I want to
0: say around 10 years.
1: and um, Because Oscar went to prison for it, which is what Oscar's kind of like story was. Like, So he's getting out of prison for the first time in 10 years and coming back to the, um, is, it, is it the Arcadian? I... I think it's called the Arcadian. Okay. That's the apartment complex. Um, but
0: yeah, so we find out that she's connected to all of that, which I thought was kind of, um, I was kind of annoyed and then I like how they kind of backtracked to explain Why?
1: Well, and she never, never shared did. that information with Steve Martin's character or Martin Short's character,
0: right, and it wasn't necessarily that like i was i think I if I'm rephrasing again, I think at first I was kind of like, oh of course she's connected, but I did like how they explained like why she didn't say anything and why she like I don't know, I don't I don't know how to explain it, but I do like how they how they made that whole background story.
1: I did I did enjoy that. So and this is probably maybe a side question. So one thing I did like, I like like you said how they kind of roped it in there. Like the opening to each episode kind of looked like almost like an iPod screen and it was like the title for that episode of the podcast. Yeah. I I thought that was really clever.
0: And did you notice that it had like, you know, the time bar? Oh, did it? The time bar was the exact timing of that episode.
1: I didn't catch that. I didn't that. notice that
0: to the last episode.
1: Oh wow. Yeah.
0: And I also didn't notice until like episode six that they were changing the narrator's voice every okay. episode either. I didn't realize it. I thought it was very abrupt. Yeah. Not abrupt, but I just didn't pay attention. And then all of a sudden I want to say episode six because that was the episode where one of our one of our, our characters is, is deaf. And it was um um I forgot what his name was, Troy maybe. But uh but he started he had narrating a deaf character when he opened he, he narrated it. And I was like, Theo, I'm sorry. Oh, yes. Theo Demas, played by James Caverly. Um, he, I was like, oh, is he narrating through sign language and stuff? And I was like, oh. And then the next episode, I was like, oh, they've been changing the narrator this whole fucking time. I never
1: caught that. And I didn't catch it at all. So when they're recording in the show, Steve Martin's kind of the main one that they kind of highlight as the narrator of the story. Like Martin Short's character, I think kind of writes how they want to say it. And Steve Martin delivers it.
0: But that's on the actual podcast, which yes. is, which we don't ever really, we hear little bits of pieces of but we don't really hear. Exactly. It. But I do, I'm trying to remember like who did each episode, but yeah, the voice, the voiceover did change every single episode.
1: Well, and it also whoever was doing the narrating, it kind of followed that character.
0: Right, exactly, because the last episode was obviously um, voiced by Tim Kono, mm-hmm. um, or I'm sorry, the actor who played Tim Kono, who was Julian, uh, Sihi, or
1: Chihi maybe, I'm not sure. But I love the fact that they went back and gave him the role of finally revealing everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like not, it wasn't like a the three main characters found out and they developed you know, right. told everybody on the podcast. They gave Tim the person who was murdered, the ability to tell his story.
0: Right, right. And so I I really appreciated um, appreciated that. I did also love the uh, the random go back to the episode with Theo in it. Mm-hmm. The, like that episode how I mean, I give that episode like an 88% out of 100 and here's why. Because the concept of it, of an entirely kind of silent, and not necessarily because you hear sounds, you hear do we hear sounds? It's
1: audio that you would hear as a deaf person. So you hear the vibrations. You hear, like, the distance yes. from the, the the horns. Like, right. it's it's from the perspective of a deaf person.
0: So you don't hear any, any like, so there's no real talking mm-hmm. in the scene. There's a lot of mouthing. And that's the reason why I give it an 88% is because there were sometimes you could tell they were trying to stretch. Yeah. They were trying to stretch it to make it. I'm like, there were some instances in the episode where I don't even think Theo was around, but they still made it so that they didn't speak, and I get it, I completely understand why, but it just like to me, there were definitely a couple times in the episode where I lost the connection. To well, that.
1: so and to Prince's perspective, so in the in the show, the Demises become like they go through different people in the apartment complex, and the Demises kind of get highlighted as possibly a suspect, and there's a whole point where. These three characters, three main characters, have never shut up the entire series, but they're now breaking into the Demas' apartment and they're dead silent. There's no talking in the elevator going up to it. There's and no talking, I which is like weird. I think that's the point. That's yeah. the point that I'm trying to make. Like, because it, it just, that's, I, I feel like that's what took me back. Like, you've not shut up this entire series. And all of a sudden, yeah, I want to be quiet. Exactly. If, it felt forced.
0: Yes. And so I love, but I did love the the creative version of that because I was like, Oh, this is really cool mm-hmm. how they're doing this. Cause they focused on him, but I'm like, to me, what I thought would have been, and I'm not a creative director. I don't know that shit. But to me, what, what would have made more sense is if, if Theo was in the room,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then it was silent. Then you only hear those, those. And yeah. you know, the that's when you hear it. That to me would have made the most sense. And instead of like, even when he's not around, these three characters, who, like you said, love to fucking talk, just don't talk for whatever reason.
1: And that, that's what took me back. That's where, like you said, I, I agree. The eighty-eight percent, if they had, if it had done something a little different, yeah, because it, it strayed so far from the characters. Right.
0: But it was still, a, it was still to me a really good episode. I
1: think it was still one of my favorites. I one of the best follow. of the season. Yeah, I think I, I agree. Um, so let me ask. Yeah, while, while we're still in spoiler territory. Yeah, yeah. yeah did yeah. you see the ending coming?
0: We're not going to spoil the ending no but um, did you see it coming as i want to know i don't think that i did i think that i was um i don't think that i did because i think i think i was like i think usually when, when i when i watch a show that has like something like this i don't try and figure out who it is i'm like i'm just gonna watch and yeah. see what happens i'm not trying to figure anything out and i think toward the end i was kind of like okay let me think about this who could it really be and I really couldn't – they didn't really give you the pieces to really kind of figure that out until true, literally the very, very, very,
1: very end. The, the funny part about it all is I jokingly said the ending and didn't realize I had guessed it.
0: I actually found it to be a little forced as well. I feel like there were a couple of things that were a little forced as far as that goes. Like, I do – like, the person who was revealed – uh, to be the murderer, like
1: it like, just seemed like weird to
0: me. To me, they 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 basically they basically got rid of the murder weapon from Tim Kono, mm-hmm. but there's just like they decide instead of getting rid of like a bloody knife that they have, they just instead of getting rid of it, they put it in a. That to me was kind of like yeah. Why would was, you keep that? Why would you weird. keep that around? I'm, I'm, so that to me, where I was like, mm, you guys are losing me a little bit here with some of this because. I understand to a point, and I get it, but it was almost like they were like, we have to connect this, and it just felt slightly forced in
1: some ways. Well, and that's kind of what I was... I mean, you hit the nail on the head for me. Can
0: I say I was slightly let down by the last episode? Not by who it ended up being, but just by the episode itself.
1: And again... I didn't know I had guessed it. I was like going through and like, oh, what if this happened? Like just stupidly saying something. And I was like, why did you make that happen? That was me being stupid. Yeah, And and that's where it it kind of let me down when they did the reveal of here's who it was. Here's how they prove it. I'm like, why? Why would you not hide that better or just get rid of it? Why do you need a, a memento?
0: Yeah. And the reasoning behind it was just so like, I don't know. I don't know. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're out of spoiler turtle. So let's go inside, you guys.
1: You know what? It, it's it's a little warmer. I put too much too many layers on. Let's go in and cool off a little bit.
0: I hate when weather's like this, when it's like, you know, like, where it's kind of cool outside, so you put on a jacket, but you get in your car, and it's like, somehow, it's 400 degrees in your car because it's sunny all day.
1: Welcome to the Ohio Valley. Bullshit, stupid.
0: I if, need to go to Chicago where it's either cold or it's hot. It's, and you, less it's, allergies. It's either freeze your butt off. Or you're swinging your ass off.
1: And just because it would give you a reason to buy that jacket you want.
0: I, I went back and looked at those candy goose jackets again. And I was like, there's no reason for me to get this fucking jacket. I don't need it. But
1: you want it.
0: I want it, but I am not. Look, I refuse. Look, look. Treat yourself. No. No? I refuse. The, the amount of things I could buy for $1,000 is ridiculous. It Every is, time yeah. I think about looking at it, I look at, I look at the jacket and I'm like, this is just a jacket. And I'm like, no. So that's how I feel. Okay. Um, are we going to do
1: Bay of the Week? Bay, of, I think it is. Does that still make you happy? It does. Okay.
0: Um, I feel like I say this on, on all these shows. I feel like I feel like there is a clear, a clear
1: BOW. But okay we'll I, I believe started. I started off last week. so let's I don't think hear... you did.
0: I, I think you always think you started off last week, but I don't think you ever started off last week.
1: Okay, And here's, here's my thing, and I hate when we do this, but just because of how great they were, I think it needs to be given to Martin Short and Steve Martin just because they're such a good pair together. But if I had to choose one of the two, it would be Martin Short.:
0: I would go with Martin Short as well. To me, he was he god damn it. He understood the assignment. He did <laughs> no i don't think he understood something. I, I just think i think he i think his character just i think he just fit that character too like and i would say they, they all didn't because they all did but he was just so damn funny he was just so fucking good i could not get enough of him he played eccentric so well yeah i love that i mean i mean and yes steve martin's character was supposed to be a little bit more understated a little bit more down to earth and Mabel's character was a little bit more moody. But, you know, mm-hmm. st- it, it still, she had her moments. She was still kind of funny and kind of cool. I think they all three did really. For, for them to have a, these two older, gen, older gentlemen, not to be ages, but two older men, and then have Selena Gomez, who's obviously younger, it was very. I expected Steve Martin and, and um, Martin Short to have that kind of chemistry. Resents and everything. Yeah. I didn't expect that when you threw her in, that chemistry would still be there. Which was really oh, cool.
1: Oh, and that was be My next point is she played into that so yeah. well.
0: But I do think if we're going along with Bay of the Week BOW Bow, I think that it is Martin Short. He was just too fucking cool.
1: I said, I just feel like the two of them played off so well together. That's why I said maybe both. But if it's if it's one of those two specifically, it's Martin Short.
0: It's Martin Short with that purple jacket. God, that jacket was so cute.
1: That little smoker jacket.
0: Yeah. Another like the little the little trenchy thing.
1: Oh, yes. No, he
0: was a uh, Martin Stewart, definitely.
1: Okay. I'm okay with that. Awesome.
0: So, you guys, is this a watch or not? Let's do something different. Let's say it at the same time. We'll say if we think it's a watch or not at the same time, and then we can explain why. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Watch. watch. it no, on no purpose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think it's watched?
1: Um, I mean, I don't think I hid any of my excitement during the review of this. I, the way, the quality of the actors they brought in, mm. the, the level that they have committed to over the years and brought to this, these roles. The fact that you brought in someone who's, what, two generations younger than them? Yeah. And then chemistry worked perfectly. The random cameos of Jane Lynch and Tina Fey, uh, Jabuki Work. White, oh. who was
0: a really cool like uh, black gay comedian, he was one of the um, one of the podcast fans <gasps> outside. Oh, that was him with the girl here. I love okay. him. Okay, yeah, he was he was a really cool like little addition to you.
1: But like like all the cameos are great. The people who like brought this level, Steve Martin. Like I said, I, I know he got producers, but I think he wrote some of these too. So, yeah. And like, you can tell the quality they brought into it. It was just such a good show to me.
0: Steve Martin was one of the creators.
1: Yes. I was, it just it was such a good show. I thought I caught that on, on, on the credits at the beginning. It just... I don't know. And I'm excited because they left it for a season two, and it looks like it's going to be super good to me.
0: Steve Martin is actually playing the concertina in various scenes. He is, in fact, a very accomplished and talented mu- musician. Really? So maybe some of the, a lot of the music was like very... So I think maybe he... Played some of that which is really really cool, and then what's also really cool sorry I know we're taking this on a birthday, but uh the Demons, was played by James Caverly is actually deaf in real life, which is awesome oh. that they gave him you know that um and i'm I, I'm sorry I like I like fell into all these like real little trivia moments I'm like it's the Arconia
1: oh, was the name of the building.
0: okay um but yeah like there's tons um this is his, this is actually, and this is the last one. This is actually Steve Martin's first regular starring role in a TV series. Uh, and, honestly. And Martin Short and Steve Martin's sixth collaboration together.
1: I was like, now that you put it that way, I don't believe I've ever seen him, except for SNL, on something on TV that's right. not a movie. Right. So,
0: yeah. Um, as I said, I, I also agree. It It, it is a watch. I, 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 I did not love the ending. Um. <laughs> But I think the ride was worth that slight letdown. It was so I just think it was funny. I think it was smart. I think it was just well put together. Mm-hmm. It's I laughed about. I mean, I just laughed through a lot of this show, like a fad, you know.
1: Oh yeah. I,
0: did I dare I say chortle? You know,
1: <laughs> I'll allow it. I will uh, allow it. Uh,
0: but no, I thought it was. I thought it was just. And they do have a second season, but I'm like, it was just so smart. It was. It was very smart.
1: My only worry is I hope our curse of shows we like being canceled. No, it got a second season. Oh, it's been confirmed. It's already confirmed. Oh, thank God. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: I think with that kind of power, I feel like, I mean, I know Steve Martin and martin Stewart have been around like recently, like, mm-hmm. you know, in the public, like that. But I think with that kind of power, I feel like they're like, look.
1: Yeah, I get you. And we got Selena Gomez, which again, Star power all awesome. through and through. Yeah. Very very cool. I,
0: I do have to I'm sorry, I know we talked talk about Bay of the Week, but I do have to give an honorable mention to Jay Lynch because she fucked me up. <laughs> Cause that bitch came out of nowhere and I was like, was This fucking bitch is it. always on. Always.
1: Uh well when they first show her like Martin Short's character like sees her. Yeah. And his first comment about plastic surgery, I was like, oh just perfect. Too good.
0: Um, Alright, guys. This show is on Hulu. It is at this point they're releasing weekly, but all the episodes are out. Yes. Um, so definitely give this a shot, you guys. It is so good. Um, also, we talked about earlier. Uh, if you're Harry Potter fan, Yep. Tournament of Champions. Watch that. Watch that game show shit because it's kind of funny. Because you know some game shows with adults don't translate well. I'm talking to you, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Ooh. Did you watch it? No, oh, I haven't. I chose not to. Oh, it was horrible. These, those games did not translate to adulthood.
1: Look, we can talk about it after the show. They just didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was like, this is really bad. <laughs> this is, not, this is not my childhood. This is
0: not good. I'd rather watch back episodes of <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple than watch new episodes of Grown Ups. It. it was not good. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Okay, you guys. Um, also, happy birthday to me tomorrow.
1: Yay! On the 4th. Happy birthday. Thanks. You do uh, not look how old you are. You you age less. You're ageless. Skin care. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. All right. Yes. Bye. Did I already say stay tuned for next week?
1: I think. Yeah. Okay. I hey, believe.
0: You know, let's do something new. Uh, let me tell you. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. What's my Instagram handle? Do you know what it is? Uh, J Lock. Is it? I don't even know what it is. I believe so. We did not prepare for any of this. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at it is at J Lock J A Y L O C K E.
1: It's sad that I know that. Yeah. Or you could <laughs> yeah. follow me
0: on Twitter at I believe my Twitter is because I'm never on it. <laughs> is uh, at J-E-Lock, no E at the end, so J-A-Y-E-L-O-C-K. What about you, MJ?
1: Um, You can follow me on Twitter at, sorry, not Twitter, let me start off Instagram, on Instagram at Thuhunt01, that's T E -E. I can't even spell when it's right in front of me. T H E W H U N T zero one yeah that's for my instagram handle and i believe my twitter handle is just matthew hunter but i need to double check that yeah um it is uh at matthew hunter zero one sadly instagram did not have that available that's why i have (laughs) through hunt zero one
0: (laughs) so yeah you guys seriously follow us on there follow our um obviously our um podcast instagrams or whatever interact with us on that interact
1: with us on our personal instagrams you can do that if you'd like um we did just start a patreon as well yes forgot if you want to support the podcast if you like the material if you want to help us grow give us possibly new options for streaming services for new shows we could do maybe international we could do small like startup kind of streaming services yes please Go to Patreon, become a member, give what you can. If you can, we would greatly appreciate it. Right. And that link is
0: going to be on our Instagram uh, handle in our link tree. So check that out in the bio. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye.
1: You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ.
0: Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com.
1: You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod.
0: And on Instagram at watchornotpod
1: huge shout out to bradley parsons thank you for creating our theme music
0: and subscribe and leave a review wherever you download podcasts don't make us come for you